0: Welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal summer so far. Um, I hope that it's sunny and warm all summer long. We had a lot of snow this summer, so hopefully it makes up for it over these um, summer months. I know that my family and I are excited. We're going to do some RV tripping around the state, and I hope everybody out there listening um has their little slice of heaven this summer in alaska but without further ado we had the mayor of the Borough. she's a frequent guest on the show she's been on a couple times and and i think our guests um really really like what you're doing up there mayor and and we really appreciate you coming back on the show so welcome to the must read alaska show
1: Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and always a pleasure to talk about what great things are going on in the borough and uh, we love where we live and we are always excited to see what kind of new things are going on. So yeah, I look forward to our chat today.
0: Well, that's awesome. So Mayor, um, we, you know, I'd love to hear about you know our folks, our listeners, watchers and readers They love this thing that you put on, you help put on called the School of Government. Um, Talk to us about how that's been going. Are you guys meeting in the summer? Give us the details for folks that maybe have heard of it or never come, or maybe you've never heard of it at all in the first place.
1: Okay, all righty. Well, we are going on two and a half years at the School of Government. And yes, we are meeting this summer. Um, We meet on uh, the second and fourth Monday nights at Real Life Church on the Palmer Wasilla Highway. Uh, Pastor there has been very gracious to us. And so we've been meeting there. And uh, our mission is to educate, uh, motivate people and get them involved. In their government and whether that means to testify at a meeting reads means to uh, write an email to some elected official, show up like I said to a meeting apply for boards and commissions either on the local level with the local municipalities and we have you know the city of Wasilla city of Palmer and city of Houston all who have boards and commissions, as well as the borough. And of course there's boards and commissions on the state level. And to, uh, like I said, our first thing is to educate, you know, to know, to realize that we um, live in a republic and uh, um, and, uh, and then to uh, take and inform them on the issues that's going on. And that's mostly what our meetings are. We don't. Although we call it school, of the government we don't have any tuition or don't take attendance records or anything like that. Um, people are welcome to come and go. We text people, and we do have a Facebook page, and that's how we get in touch with the people. And we have had, we currently have some members of the uh, both the city of Palmer and um, the Planning Commission in Wasilla. And the uh, school board here, as well as the assembly, and um, we've uh, encouraged people on the state level also. So um, that's that's pretty much what the school of government is. Uh, we've had a challenge here on a, a library book uh, in the borough libraries, and so that was our most recent, uh, the... Uh, we've never the boroughs never used the policy and procedures on a challenge book before, so uh we had the speaker who had uh, filed a challenge come and talk to us about that procedure. We don't have the final report yet from the borough administration regarding uh what their decision is about that um, <clears throat> Our libraries, of course, are separate from the school libraries, and so the school board's handling uh that. And now that the legislature is out of session, we will be at, having some of the legislators come and talk to us about uh, what, uh, is, um, in what they've seen, uh, what they felt, um, and uh, you know just how we're gonna attack some of these and come up with solutions for some of these pro- problems and challenges on the state level that we get wrapped around every time. And, End up spending a lot of time, is and uh, probably more time than some of them want to. So that's pretty much the school of government. It's not a closed organization. We have um, all different kinds of people that come and attend. Um, some of them agree with our uh, our speakers and, and the uh, uh, actions that they've taken. Some of them. Um, you know, are in support of, of them. And especially last year when we had uh, all of the local candidates, both for school board, for the borough assembly, for the city council, and for the state legislature come and people could hear and then they decided if they wanted a yard sign or if they wanted to contribute or volunteer in some way um, to help on those campaigns. So again, it's just to educate and involve them and or motivate them and get them involved. Uh, and uh, whether the decision is what they would like or not, um, they realize at least they've been part of the process and uh, are making a contribution and taking a stand for what they believe. And we have nonpartisans, Republicans, Democrats, Green Party, independents, uh, we've had attendance by all of those parties uh, throughout the time we've had the school of government. So thanks for asking.
0: That's pretty cool. So for folks listening, this is a really great picture on how um, folks can learn about government, how it works, how it operates, um, ask questions, listen to answers. If If you're wondering how the heck to get involved in the Matsu Borough, if you live around that area, I really want to encourage you to go check this out. Um, All all different kinds of political parties have shown up, as you heard the mayor said, and they have different kinds of speakers. Um, You're going to probably find circumstances where you agree with one speaker, maybe don't agree with another speaker. And I hope that other folks around the state copy what you guys are doing because I think it's a great. way to find some community in this political world, which is often um, frustrating to be a part of. And I, I bet that there's friendships made and and uh, memories made during uh, this long-standing now school of government. So kudos for you and the crew for doing that. I think it's a big asset for the borough.
1: Mm, thank you. Yeah, we really are enjoying it very, very much. Thank you.
0: So let's uh, shift gears here, Mayor. You, I think recently, maybe Mm -hmm. in the last couple of weeks, you guys, um, the Borough, passed your new budget. Talk to us about what that process was like, what the new budget's looking like, you know, from a 30,000 foot view for maybe folks that live in your area and didn't even (laughs) realize sometimes folks don't even realize that, you know, you live in the Borough. the budget just got passed. So give us the rundown on what that budget kind of looks like from a higher high high level perspective.
1: Okay, well, uh, kudos to our assembly and our school board. Um, The uh, our borough appropriates the money for the school board and so uh, in the school district. And so they had uh, did a $77 million ask at the beginning. Um, I think that was probably about the first week in February and, um, we had some, um, meetings with them, uh, joint assembly and school board, um, members. And, uh, then, um, the school board, and when we do have a very conservative, at least six to one conservative school board, um, here in the Valley. And so, um, they, uh, we asked them to relook at their budget. Uh, we, uh, We had uh, proposed for the borough uh, taxpayers a uh, Uh, 8.8 mil levy. Last year was 8.9. And uh, we said, you know, we really because of of course our assessed valuation on properties continue to rise. Uh, this last year was only about 7% instead of the 13 to 15%. It was the year before, but still, you know, an increase. And so um, we asked the school board to relook and, at their budget and what they might, especially they had some leftover COVID money yet that they hadn't spent. and uh, And, of course, they were sort of taking it by faith because uh, the legislature hadn't adjourned yet with what amount they were going to be able to get they felt pretty good that they were going to get some additional bsa money but weren't quite sure so they came back to us and, with a resolution saying that they would uh, reduce reduce their ask from 77 million to 72 million so that was 5 million dollars there so that really was able to uh, lower our mill levy. And then um, again, we weren't sure about being able to get our school bonded debt and reimbursed, but um, we thought, well, you know, we do have some good legislators down there and we know they do care about uh, the obligations that they've made in the past to us. So um, the assembly sharpened the pencil a little bit, and we ended up with an 8.3 um, mil levy, um, which um, on um, our average price house here in the Valley is about 360000 And so that'll end up being about another 100 to $120, um, depending on what road service area and what fire service area you live in. So outside the city of Palmer and Wasilla and the city of Houston, uh, we have road service areas, which uh, has the mill levy and also the fire service area. And our borough administration um, was following the lead of the assembly and working closely with them. And they asked those road service areas and fire service areas um, that to really look at what mill levy they needed. Uh, and to be sure they weren't stockpiling, you know, stop piling, excuse me, mm-hmm. stockpiling piling, um, you know, monies for some future event that may or may not happen. And so uh, we have been blessed by the state to take and appropriate uh, many of our fire service buildings. So it wasn't like we needed uh, some uh, new buildings in any part of the borough. We did need a couple of fire trucks, but they happened to be. Uh, like on the city of Wasilla's fire service area, uh, which as anybody that's in the borough knows how much the retail area and sales tax area has been increased in the city of Wasilla. So uh, everybody was really just working together uh, and the budget passed, uh, you know, seven to zero. And there's been, I did not do any vetoes um, and, uh, I didn't, uh, take it cause I do have that right. I don't vote, but I do have the veto pen and, uh, I, yeah, I could see how hard everybody was working. And I think the people in the borough realize that, um, that we are dealing with inflation because, uh, every time, you know, we buy a ream of paper at the. At either the school district or at the borough administration, that has increased. So, for us to be able to keep that mill levy down was was a real blessing. And so, uh, so that's that's where we are uh, regarding going into this year. And the legislature did pass our uh, school bonded indebtedness, so we will be reimbursed uh, for, the, for those payments that we have to make this year, and uh, then uh, we will be here in uh, probably within the next six weeks, be uh, breaking ground for a new Matsu Central School. It's really? the largest school that we have in the Valley, and what it really is is the correspondence school. Um, and what we see, uh, what I personally see in that is that parents want to have a bigger responsibility and uh, personal education. Not all of them have the opportunity to be, to be able to homeschool, but they can do and be more of a part of their school uh, children's curriculum and with a little help. And so uh, they have a number of counselors in Matsu Central School. Uh, and that do have projects. And so we were going to be building that debt-free. And that is because of the year ago in the legislature, they reimbursed the uh, school bonded indebtedness that had not been paid for like eight years that we had been being paid by the school, uh, you know, by the taxpayer uh, making up those. And so um, then also the, uh, district con, uh, contributed some of theirs, and as well as we're going to be saving uh, the uh, rental payments that we have been, and of course, we don't have any interest now on this, and so, uh, and then uh, just a few months ago, we were able to cut the ribbon on Houston Houston High, uh, which was a school that was damaged by uh, the earthquake. And uh, and so in 2000, I think it was 2018. And uh, so that then that rebuild between FEMA and um, the Congress of uh, some money from Murkowski and Sullivan's, as well as money from the state, as well as from our insurance uh, payments. So uh, that school also is debt free. Wow. So we are. Uh, We are really enjoying uh, some great blessings here in in the valley. So, yeah, that's
0: great. How how you know it seems like you have a great relationship with the assembly and the school board and the superintendent. How important is that for you Mm -hmm. to you know be the leader of the borough and have that good relationship? Because I think oftentimes what we see in other areas of Alaska is people constantly arguing. Amongst each other, you know, bickering in the public square, and really not a whole lot of people getting along in in the political world. Um, you know, you've taken a different approach, and you know, I don't think you've ever spoken badly about anybody every anytime you've been on this podcast, which is a, which is an anomaly for some. So, talk to me about your your kind of philosophy of of politics and how you govern.
1: Um, thank you for that nice compliment. Yeah, what I encourage the people uh, and what we teach at the School of Government to remember that to keep the arguments on the issue uh, because, you know, uh, you you know want a building in town painted pink and I want it to be purple doesn't mean that we don't need to, you know, speak badly about the other person. Uh, it's just that we disagree on, on that issue and, uh, and, you know, six months from now, six minutes from now, we will probably be agreeing and working together. And so if you can do that, um, and, uh, you realize that no matter how, um, you know, objective we want to be, we all have our own colored lenses and filters that we look at things through, um. And I'm sure there are people that would be um, more liberal in growing government uh, in the Valley. But right now, we do not have that philosophy on, I don't think, any of the city councils uh, or the school district or school board board, or the assembly. Uh, we realize that government has a very limited or should have a very limited role in our life. Uh, really, for you know, education and public safety is probably the two big things. And of course, roads, and then we pull along to roads and fire and fire. I guess, of course, and EMS come under safety. But uh, if you can, you know, try to do that. And of course, people, you know, we all have tempers, and we all, you know, uh, end up or have retired at when we're discussing some stuff or maybe we haven't eaten or something like that. And so just to give each other uh, some latitude and some uh, room for us all to grow into uh, what we, uh, what, you know, what we see as best and trying to convince the other person, but don't be upset with the fact that they can't see what you see. And and lots of times you can't see what they see. So, uh, so that, I think has been sort of my philosophy is, uh, you know, a year from now, unless it's something really emergency, it's probably not even going to be remembered if we're both willing to realize that it probably worked out to the best. And maybe it wasn't either one of our ideas. It was somebody else's. Well, I
0: like, I like that philosophy. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, The Matsu borough I think is the fastest growing, if not one of the fastest growing areas in Alaska. Um, Seems to be a lot of folks leaving Anchorage to go live in the Matsu borough. How do you keep up with that growth as the the mayor? You got staff, um, you know, you have planning needs, you have fire needs, you have, um, you know, all kinds of needs, parks, ports talk to me about how the borough has been able to kind of keep up with that growth that's happening.
1: Well, um, I guess, you know, laughingly, that may, uh, not, uh, uh, be the, uh, opinion of some people that were really, you know, keeping up with the growth. Um, yeah, our population has uh, grown by about 25%. And, uh, and the fastest growing um, par- portion of that, 14% of that is the people, the seniors. And uh, uh, so that's uh, an interesting because they do want to stay in their house and they do probably lots of times want to downsize. And we have a very limited amount of houses available for sale. Um, And I think, you know, like um, with, you know, whether it's the opiate uh, settlement that we're going to get here or, excuse me, whether it is going to be the uh, comprehensive plan that we're looking at that hasn't been updated for almost 10 years, um, we're reaching out to the community as much as possible. And... uh, Trying to all of our like our assembly meetings are online., uh, people can call or come in. And um, again, going back to the fact because they may disagree with you about how you should be handling uh, such you know road, let's just say roads, how, how uh, you know bad the roads are, of course, last year with all of the snow, um, I can't even tell you how many. Um, calls we got regarding, you know, the snow plow, plow would come by and leave a berm in the driveway. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 especially with people being gone, even if they were maybe even gone just a week or, you know, uh, or five days or something, they'd come home and, and uh, not only would there be a berm there, but their driveway, they wouldn't even be able to get into their driveway. And so one of the things uh, we're working uh, with our contractors are, is after the plow goes uh, down the road is that there is a pickup with a small plow on the back and the front to come and to take out those berms uh, and uh, try to... We can't do anybody's driveway, of course, but uh, we do try to not hinder them getting out of their driveway. And then that, of course, ties into just what I was talking about, the age that the generation that I am is the generation that is the uh, fastest growing. And uh, as I said earlier, those people want to stay in their homes or they do want to come out and, and buy a home uh out here and uh and so some of them um don't aren't physically able but we've just heard story after story about how uh, in different neighborhoods and subdivisions the people are really getting to know their people that you know the person that lives across the street or you know three houses down they're paying more attention not Um, like in a stalking way, but just noticing, uh, okay, they look like they have a handicap plate, you know, on their vehicle. What does that mean? You know, are they, do they have a, you know, uh, a son that can come and plow the driveway or, or maybe they don't, maybe they don't have family out here or close enough friends. Uh, And so uh, it's, uh, we've had some excellent stories told to us regarding how people really reach out to other people. And uh, that was makes, I believe, the Borough great to live in.
0: Awesome. Well, Mayor, the time has flown by. We've quickly gone through 20 or 25 minutes here. So before we head off, you have any last minute thoughts? Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the floor is yours.
1: Oh, thank you. One of the big projects that we're excited about uh, and sort of in awe about is the Arctic Winter Games, which will be in the Valley in 10 months. It'll be here the first week and second week of March of 2024. And um, that will bring in probably around 2,000 participants and probably another 3,000 to 5,000 of uh, spectators and so uh we're gearing up for that again we thankful to the legislature for giving them a million and a half dollars and then the city of wasilla just in their budget uh allocated a hundred thousand and so the community is really coming along behind that the, these are uh as uh it they are international games we will have people, of course, not only from Canada and around the state, but from other countries coming. And uh, so we're really excited, like like I said, about that. Uh, And then also a little bit awestruck about, uh, you know, what exactly and uh, how exactly are we going to handle all of those people. So they have a very active committee. So just asking people to put that on the calendar and and come and see some great events that'll be taking place. And uh, as uh, it will be stretching us in the valley, but our motto in the valley is that the MatSU Borough is the best place to work, live, and play. And so uh, there will be, of course, people working on the Arctic Winter Games. There will be people; that will be playing and. And uh, the people will, will be living the Arctic winter games. So that's that's something that's coming up and we're excited about that.
0: Well, awesome, Mayor. I really appreciate you joining us here on the Must Read Alaska Show. You're welcome Thank back you. anytime. And we wish you nothing but success. Thank and you. Congratulations on your budget and lowering the mail rate, it sounds, and, and being able to work in a positive way with not only your assembly, but the school board and the superintendent. I think that more people in elected positions should... Uh, a gleam from what you're doing there in the Matsu uh, borough because um, you're making a difference and you're not screaming at people so (laughs) nice work Uh, well I do want to thank everybody that listens watches and reads Must Read Alaska if you want to help keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska you can head over to mustreadalaska.com on the right hand side there there's a little donate button any five dollars ten dollars hundred dollars helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Um, We are not funded by some dark web nonprofit conglomerate. We're just funded by everyday folks in Alaska and outside of Alaska that care about conservative news. So until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thanks, Mayor. Uh